best way to start a Monday. You know that? <laughs> Podcasts on Mondays are great. They are. They are. The energy's high. The coffee's flowing. And uh, our good friend Josh Scott's with us. Hello. Always. But it's not Monday for anybody listening. No, it's Thursday. Correct. But right. we want to be transparent, you know? It's so we're about, essentially going to cut all that part out, probably. No, no, no. We're going to talk about what day we shoot. We're shooting on a Monday. We're shooting it's on a Monday. Monday. It is uh, 1231. Our goal is to eat at 1 o'clock at Mission Barbecue. Ooh. Wow. That's transparency. That's, that's fast. It's very like nice it. outside, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So thanks for being on the podcast. Got Josh. Hi, Stefan. And Josh. Hi, Stefan. Fantastic. Hey, Hi, guys. community. Hey, guys. What's up to you guys Hi, out there? Family. Thanks for listening and watching on whatever platform you are doing so. We really appreciate it. Um, and as usual, we're going to go straight into some community uh, questions um, I love and answers. Off. It's like starting off the day right with community questions. You know what? Just It just feels good. It does. Okay. Feels All good. Right. Let's have some Josh questions Josh Scott, here. you take it away, sir. All right. Brian Bernardi says, status on the update uh, Status update on the Gremlins? Question mark. Are you going to have 3D models of the pre-designed frames? Question mark. I for, one, I, for one, think it could be fun designing a frame. Could you work up some specs to get people started designing? Question mark. Like mounting hole spacing, uh, board size, etc. Period. Bonus points for having models of the motors, etc. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, mar- motors and ESC and flight test control design around. I, I love this gentleman. He had a lot of questions. <laughs> this, this literally, I cannot express how happy I am that he, like, this is the best way to start a Monday and the right. best way to start a first Q&A. Um, yes, absolutely. And if anyone's heard about the whole vision of the Gremlins, it's it's really to try to do what we're doing with our foam board airplanes, but in the multi-rotor world. Mm-hmm. And up until now, it's been very difficult. You know, our early days started with, you know, with pine and, and plywood and things like that. But this is really, you know, you can make anything fly, any materials that really throws it to what the whole, you know, foam board swappables really is. Right. And um, I had a great weekend with my son, uh, Michael, my youngest. Um, we actually designed his very own gremlin frame as well. And I, I can I can run and grab it really quick, but only people watching is going to see it. That's um, true. But uh, the answer is yes. What we're going to do is we're going to put out uh, specific patterns for the motor mounts and things like that. And what I did with my son was I actually – um, gave him the the motor mount holes, mm-hmm. and I should shift things around to to make the motor spacing the way you want it. Right. And I gave him predetermined, you know, things like the battery size, the camera size, and I let him move it around. And uh, he had a, a a cool little you know like drawing of it really quick, and we got to set Ben in you know probably about thirty forty minutes of quality time and design his very own frame. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I haven't flown it yet, but this is something cool. Right on our store listing, we're actually ha- going to launch this with a STEM program that people can use. Um, to uh, to jump into STEM. Uh-huh. And even if you're a parent wanting to get in this hobby, you can just immediately start this project with education in mind. That's fantastic. So it's going to be free download. You know, normally, you know, teacher's licenses are like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. We want people to understand how they can use the hobby as a, as a tool. And um, we're going to have that right on the front page so people can do that. Jake Marshall did a killer job. I think it has to do with props, mm-hmm. how they work, things like that. But you're going to immediately see how the Gremlin can fold into educational platforms. Um, last thing with, with what uh, Brian said is we want to have obviously all of our designs. If we, it's a 3D print, we're going to post it. If it's a uh, you know 2D drawing, we're going to post it. Um, but we also want the community to, to share as well. So right. our hope is that when you go to the Gremlin page, it's going to flush out to a way where you're going to see everyone's different design Gremlins that the community is sharing, that we're sharing. You can download those for free. Um, we're going to obviously have kits, and when you buy our power pack, we're going to have a, uh, a Gremlin kit that you can choose to put inside that pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but our hope is that the community will contribute a lot of those designs, whether it's 3D printing, 2D, you know, as well, and make them really nice, high-quality articles with free downloads. He said 2D. <laughs> and, uh, and hopefully at the end of the day, um, oh, yeah. we can even tap into that. And if enough people in the community 
want to uh, see that as a kit, we'll make community release gremlin frames. Nice. Um, so obviously we talk a lot about the store. That is one of the main components that supports us. We're up to 27 employees huh. and uh, we are a family run business, but now we're a 27 family run business right. and we want to see that grow. We see mm-hmm. so many awesome young men and women saying, I want to work for flight to someday. We want to grow that. So uh, this is really a special way to see this hit education, hit community and also hit um, the ability to employ more people. Right. Right. It's, all, it's always really cool idea. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thanks. Brian. Uh, Craig Siegman says, I normally just listen to the podcast and maybe it will be hard to explain without a visual, but can you explain the correlation between rotation of motor and some of your models thrust angles? Yeah. Yeah. So for uh, every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. And um, also that, that creates obviously a rotational torque. So as a prop resists, the motor is going to want to rotate the opposite direction because there's resistance in the air. There's also something called um, P factor. And mm-hmm. that's where the slipstring is going to travel over the aircraft in a spiraling form. And it's going to end up hitting one side or the other, depending on its rotation of the tail. So the prop is, is spinning this way. You got the, the flow going around the fuselage. And as it hits the fuselage, it's going to hit one side of the tail or the other, depending on the direction the prop goes. So that has to be counteracted with thrust angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you think torque obviously causes an opposite reaction, the P factor, um, but also where the engine is mounted and how the wing lifts will give you an idea of how much down thrust or rarely ever up thrust you mm-hmm. need. Um, generally, if you have a power plant that goes very fast, you're going to have that wing creating a lot of lift. That lift's going to have to be neutralized as you give it more power. So you have down thrusted. Right. And typically with the smaller the airplane, the more exaggerated the thrust angle for both pitch and yaw is going to be. Okay. Hope that explained it to you. Very well done. No, that's I very, that was that's, great. Yeah, I, I understood it, which yeah. means Yay. they probably understood And it. I had my eyes closed <laughs> yeah, the look. whole time to make sure that the people listening would oh, get it too. There's, yes. There's some killer Good, diagrams like for P-factor um, and thrust angle that you could just – Type in P. Don't maybe don't type in P factor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell people to do that, but there's gotta, some cool diagrams on like P factor. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. All right, uh, Brandon Pierce Ruland. Cool name. Hi, Brandon. Uh, not really a question, more of a suggestion. Would you try? Well, you started the sentence with wood, so it is a question. Yeah. Uh, yes. Would you try to create an oblique wing aircraft? And you ended it with a question mark. So you you got this, man. You're you're going with questions, (laughs) dude. Uh, Like the AD-1 NASA aircraft. It would be awesome. A different look. Here's a pick. Yeah. Why didn't you include the pick? Well, the pick was there. I was shortening things. Is it the hula hoop uh, style? Is that the oblique wing or is that the flat plate? Yeah, it's kind of like a flat plate, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Like the – it has like a a round circle. Yeah, I think so. Not, Not the hoop, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the one. Brandon, we are seeing your question, yeah. raising you yeah. many questions. I'm going, I'm going back into my head and stuff. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. Matter of fact, um, if you guys look, Peter Schreepel put out a killer uh, project where he took two KFC buckets and did yeah. the Magnus effect. <laughs> and we were laughing. Um, if anyone hasn't checked out our friend Peter and his crazy contraptions, it was really cool. Yeah. And it was really cool to see all the failures turn into a success at the end. Um, but uh, it actually took me back uh, to my childhood, and I used to have this kite that had spinning wings mm-hmm. and it wasn't Magnus effect. It was actually the wing would actually rotate uh, with the wind and it would make this kite go up and it was pretty cool. Wow. So I was playing around with that, um, that design. But when I was looking for that, um, that picture came along and there were a couple of planes that were designed in Alliance, Ohio, and I'm pretty sure an oblique wing design was created in Alliance, Ohio. They had the Taylor craft, the Alliance Argo. Um, I believe Waco was just down the road from mm-hmm. us, uh, Ronca. 
Um, it was really cool how much aviation history, but I came across this uh, oblique wing design that looked like it was tested right at Alliance. Alliance. Oh, wow. So kind of crazy. You never, you never know. Maybe maybe something might pop up. You never know. It's basically, it could. But to be honest, it's basically a nutball. Yeah. It's a nutball with a, with a fuselage on it. So That's fantastic. If you want to try it, put a nutball and then put like a tiny trainer fuselage and go out and fly it. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh Fagan says, hi, guys. Hey, hi, Josh. Josh. Uh, will there be a Flight Fest Europe next year? And are you planning to release any more Warbirds like the Hawker Hurricane? Ooh, the Hawker would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we are hoping in 2018 to have a Flight Fest Europe. And the great folks at Grappner, we're partnering with them. We're going to do everything we can to make that happen. Uh, right now, we're just trying to get through Flight Fest West. Right. And uh, <laughs> that's going to be our first example of a uh, – of a uh, event held, you know, on a different coastline right. um, where we're traveling to the event. So what we learned from that and hopefully Flight Fest South in Florida, we're going to take it in 2018, do a Flight Fest Europe. Yep. So that is still our plan. We're definitely going to be looking at that after. Probably Flight Fest East will really put a reality check on whether we're capable of it. But our heart is to really come to you guys and spend some quality time. And uh, great folks at Grappner have been doing a great job at uh, distributing our parts. But also while we're down there visiting with them, we got the opportunity to go around and see some different locations. Mm-hmm. Such beautiful area. It's it's gorgeous. Um, Stuttgart, Germany is kind of where we're we're throwing a pin at right now. It's a beautiful place. It really is. Nice. Uh, What about the Hawker Hurricane? Hawker Hurricane is awesome. That's a a complicated build. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to, with what we're doing with Foam Board now, go back and and revisit the uh, Corsair now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's on my hit list. And then also do a Storch version 2. Not a Storch 2, but another trainer Warbird. Mm. Um, like an L5 or something like that. Oh, very nice. Um, but the P40 and the Hawker would be two really great projects. I think that should be, uh, should be a tax soon. Yeah. And if, and if you, uh, want to, uh, go and attack it yourself, if yeah. you have the opportunity to, uh, there's a lot of great people on the forums and, and the articles, uh, you can get a lot of good information from, I'm sure a lot of people know what these airplanes are all about. Uh, if you have the opportunity, go and attack it and, uh, write an article, write a forum post, mm. get some people involved we and see what the community that. comes up with. Yeah. yeah. A lot of our inspiration comes from, uh, the community doing projects that we initially thought were too hard to do. <laughs> exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to mess up this name. Maybe, uh, chew it. McDonald sounds good. That name makes me hungry all around. Uh, how easy do you think it would be to build the Fokker DR one three times bigger than the plans? I think it would be really easy and really fun. Ooh, yeah, yes. I think it'd be really cool. Um, if you look at the build technique of the Sportster and and, and those kind of wings, it would fit beautifully yeah. like that. So yeah, I think it's definitely doable and would definitely be a fun project. Take a huge motor. If you think about that, three times bigger. Yeah. The amount of drag on that plane, uh, you would need something legit. something beefy, something like a really slow high or low KV high cell battery, a torquey prop swinging like a twenty inch blade. You know, that'd be, you figure that'd be like this big. Yeah, that'd be cool though. Be really cool, man. Mm. Guys can't see that, but I'm opening my arms up. <laughs> Dude, someone's <laughs> got to do that. Yeah, go ahead, chew it. <laughs> I believe in you. Do it, chew it. All right, uh, Samuel Phelps. Hey, Stefan, spotted a boomerang in a local charity shop and had to grab it. Any advice on throwing it? I feel like that's a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, Alex and I and Mitch, uh, we actually went out and tried to throw this boomerang that Alex had from his father, I think, if I'm not mistaken. We obviously didn't throw it correctly and are not very good at boomerang. I think you guys did great. <laughs> We had a lot of fun, that's for sure. I almost got my head taken off. But uh, no, there are a lot of people on that from that video, though, that commented and letting us know how to throw it, what kind of, you know, boomerang to get, all that kind of stuff. That boomerang 
was really good at going into the dirt. Every time you guys <laughs> threw it, it went exactly into the dirt pile. So I think you guys are doing everything right if you wanted to throw it into the dirt pile. Right. Yeah. So if you haven't watched the video and you want to throw it into the dirt, watch the video. If not, uh, on the video in the comments, there's a lot yeah. of people that told us how to exactly throw it. So A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> that was basically the main focus of the So Samuel, uh, Samuel Phelps, go and check out the comments because they could easily tell you much yeah. better than I could. There's something about the wrists and the, and the angle. Yeah, anyways. We'll, you we'll don't know. It. I don't have any idea. <laughs> I did read the comments, but I really don't know. <laughs> All right. This next one's from our good buddy, Michael Finley. Mikey. What's up, man? Uh, Hi, anything Mike. new you guys are excited about from any of the manufacturers? Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, there is a game changer coming up. I'm not even going to name the manufacturer. Don't um, even name it. But <laughs> there's going to be a really cool special release um, that we're going to showcase coming up from a key manufacturer um, that has really done something special. So, uh, and I don't, like I said, we are on a, uh, NDA. Is that what it is? Non-disclosure agreement. I, I can say it's, there's a certain manufacturer with a certain awesome product and it's going to be huge. So sorry. I can't, that's can't vague, but exciting. That's vague. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to burn it down a relationship. You know, right. right? No, I heard with that. anybody, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally counting down the days to get my hands on one. Cool. That's awesome. All right. Kevin J. DeVore. Uh, how can I become a beta builder? I have a deep love for this hobby and helping others fly. How, oh wait, okay. How, oh, how I I sense your desperation. (laughs) Can I become part of this beta team? We just talked about this the other day. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, right now the beta team, I believe is what, 13 people long. Something like that. And, uh, our vision is really, um, a different one. They have been a huge blessing to us and they're going to be around for a very long time, but we don't want a build beta builder team. We want a beta builder community and we want to be able to share designs, uh, to get feedback, but also to showcase releases and, and, and other people. Uh, we just now kind of revealed the, the the names of the beta builders and everything to mm-hmm. give them the proper shout out and love. Um, but there's something we created uh, years ago called FT Groups. Right. And the original vision with FT Groups was to have what we have at Flight Fest where people are helping each other, building together, laughing together, designing, you know, doing crazy projects together. Uh, one thing further we wanted to do is give them the ability to make groups. Right. And what we would do is say we have something like, uh, I don't know, the uh, uh, Hawker Hurricane. You know what I mean? Cool. And we want to we wanna showcase that group. What we would do is where the beta builders have to hand cut everything, mm-hmm. we would send out the kits and then we would send out a secret video and they would build it as a group, fly it as a group, record the experience. And then we would actually share that group and showcase that group as they test it out, get their feedback. So it's kind of like a community-based review on it. Mm-hmm. So awesome. so with that, it gives us the ability to, to reach out into other things. But we want people not being by themselves. We want them to be groups. We want, we want to see, you know, 10, 15 people engaging each other, building those relationships. And we want to reward that. So my, my advice to you is uh, the beta builder team is pretty filled up. Yep. I don't think we're going to be adding more people, but what we do want to see is people build large FT groups, mm-hmm. you know, and then those large active FT groups are going to be the ones that we're going to be given free product to, right. to be part of the release review, showcase them on the videos, give them, you know, shout outs because we want to give people an example. Wow. That's a huge fly. Watch out for that. <laughs> that was a fly you aggravated. You tried to I kill know. it earlier. Yeah, I tried. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for that moment. tangent, but there was a fly <laughs> that was in a here huge, earlier. I mean, it was like the literally. size of a Volkswagen Beetle with wings. <laughs> it's the size of someone's nose. It really was. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, but, but that's going to be our goal. So, yeah. so long story short, you know, build an FT group, look at all the great functionality, mm-hmm. get your network of friends going and then showcase that. And we'll, we'll, we'll find that. And once we do, we're going to be sending kits out to do it. So that means we got to work ahead a little bit, but um, that would be my advice. Cool. We're doing good on question time? Yes, we're doing, doing great. Okay. Lee Harvey says, uh, can you maybe fill us in on expos and if there is any science behind dual rates, et cetera, or do you just wing it? I like that pun there. Pop well out. played. 
Josh, do you remember the original first Door Rates and Expo episode we did? Yes. It was like our fifth or sixth episode we ever did. It was a long time ago. Yeah, Back it was in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is a science to it, right? And mm-hmm. you chime in because I talk too much. But uh, dual rates, your rates is the amount of throw of your stick. So if you cut your rates in half, you're cutting your throw in half. And by throw, I mean if, you're, if your elevator moved you know, 12 degrees and you cut your throw in half, it's only moving six degrees. Right, even though you're still moving the stick the same amount that you were before. Exactly. So that, uh-huh. that, that's your rate. So, so rates is one thing. Expo is basically you take that curve that you just dialed in and defined and you put that on an exponential curve. So in other words – uh, instead of being a straight line from zero to 50, mm-hmm. you're going to be going basically, it'll be zero, one, one and a half, three, three and a half. And wherever you put that curve, it's going to give you a softer center stick. And then mm. it's going to exponentially increase to make that curve complete. Gotcha. What it helps you is as you're flying really fast, you can soften your center stick so the plane's not jittery. Oh, okay. um, generally, a good rule of thumb is do 130. So 100% rates, 30% expo, then go to 80, 30. And then go to 70, 40. Okay. So that's usually why I just plug in stock because generally if you're flying the planes real twitchy, you can kick it down. The reason why the bottom one is uh, 70, 40, you have a really fast plane like uh, the big three. Mm-hmm. And you want to fly real low to the ground and right. you want that smooth flight. You can actually dial those throws down so you can you can have more stick movement for those finite adjustments. But you don't want to do anything erratic. Okay. So Gotcha. Yeah, start with that's those good to throws. note. Appreciate that. Hope that answered your question, Lee. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the pun. Jin Young Kim <laughs> says, can you guys do a video on techniques to make scale aircraft like cylinder fuselage uh, with a cylinder, cylinder fuselage with foam board? Can you guys do a video on techniques to make scale mm-hmm. aircraft with foam well, board? I think that'll come with the, the Corsair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watch the MiG-3 review. We, we mm-hmm. talk in great detail about molding foam now and how right. to use a table as your friend mm-hmm. and how to how to get those uh, cylinders. I think when he's talking about cylinders, he's talking about round fuselages. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. so. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely be doing like I want to see the Corsair big one yeah. come out with. I know a no lot of people board. definitely want to see that uh, come out sooner rather than later for sure. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of talk on the uh, in the community it's about that. Top so. of the list. We're going to try to knock it out of the park. And I Beautiful. think I think we've answered this next one already, uh, more or less. Uh, Jared Rotenberger says, "What's the next Warbird you guys are doing? Um, Is that going to be the Corsair? Yeah, Mustang. V- well, their V twos I don't really count. So Mustang yeah. V two, we're we're gonna do a uh, B back on it and a D D model. So that right. way, no more poster board, top hatch design, and uh, and two different backs you can select to give two different looks. Spitfires on the list as well. I don't really count those. Corsair, yeah, will be uh, will be on the hit list for sure. Okay, and uh, I'm already drawn up the. Uh, I want to say it's there's two two versions. There's the L five, and then there's another Warbird. I would like to get another Storchesque, you know, right. high wing. You know, it could be civilian, it could be military kind of plane that people can uh, learn off of. Awesome. Nice. Okay, Alex Cunningham, uh, when will we hear from Chad Lewis on the podcast? Would like to learn more about making my creations look cool. Chad is very good at it. That's a great great question. I guess I can just make him come on the podcast. You could. You'd be like, hey, Chad, get over here. It's your job, Chad. He's literally standing (laughs) right there. He just came around the corner, Okay, I just got the stare. So, yeah, Chad actually um, – Chatty stink eye. We've (laughs) actually talked a lot, and this is a good, uh, good thing to note. We've been talking a lot recently about having guests on the podcast. We just had our first couple of guests on the podcast. Um, and as of right now, on our, to our side, they're typing in uh, a password for their computer. Uh, so that's what that's going Actually, on. He's getting on my computer. Oh, your computer. He's going nice. to order something really expensive. Ooh, I love it. Uh, so can't wait for that. Uh, so we've been having, we want to have guests on the podcast, mm-hmm. but we also want to do some, uh, spotlights on the people that work here. Yeah. So actually, 
to the to the note of this question, yes, Chad will be on a podcast sometime in the near future. Um, even though he might not want to be, I'm gonna bring him on and have him sit right there uh, by himself <laughs> and just drill him. He's quite possibly one of the most humble dudes. He wants he to is. do a great job. He puts great pride in his work, but he's okay being behind the camera. And yeah. he has so much knowledge and he's he's such a great presence. So yeah, and it's and it's really cool to see that. And I'm gonna do. I think we're gonna do one with the the video guys. Yeah, uh, we did one on Megan. Uh, a while back. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, we've done one with uh, Josh Scott, obviously, with a bunch of things that he's done outside of of FT and yeah, stuff my, like that. My so, bride. yes, and your bride. So, yeah, so we're going to keep uh, continuing to do those things uh, just as schedules uh, align themselves, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good question. Yep. Al- always a good thing. Uh, James Stewart, hey, loved James. you in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, says, What's the deal with the new Adams White foam board? It sounds like the White setup for board. a stand, stand-up joke. I know. I know. There's, it's like the the scandal that's rippling through the model aviation industry is the new Adams White foam board. It's a foam um, board. So long story short, um, Adams changed their paper style. Okay. Uh, on the Craft White. Now we have water resistant. Let's just take anything that you see brown foam board from flight test. Do not associate that with what we're talking about. Um, this is a whole different animal. This is if you go to Dollar General or Dollar Tree. And you buy the Adams board. Um, there is Ross foam board and then there's Elmer's, which is both very white, very smooth. And I think what Adams was working on doing was trying to um, address the market with with that need. Um, obviously, that kind of previous foam board that they had was fantastic for model users. But we're not we're not the only people buying this material. Right, you right. know, they had to match what the market was asking for. And that was a whiter, smoother board. And they their heart is, is really to give everyone what they want. So. I have the utmost respect for Adams and, and I, yep. I feel for them because their new blend is is instead of being like a long fiber paper, it's more of a – I want to say like a – almost like a cray paper. Like it, it'll pull apart easier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and where normally the paper fiber gives you the strength, it actually uh, tears easier and it's a little bit more brittle. Now that's unfortunate, but Adams is, is 100% committed to trying to find a master blend that works for everybody and uh, – you know, we can uh, we can hope that they come out with a solution soon. So keep giving it a shot. You know, go to Dollar Tree, Dollar General, look at the forums. Right. A lot of people leading it. There was a a miscommunication I want to just kind of address really quick um, that somehow we were encouraging Adams to come out with an inferior foam board so we could push our water resistant. And there is no truth in that whatsoever. It's right. absolutely 110 percent wrong. Um, we, we never endorsed that. Uh, our water resistant, we're actually working to try to get into Dollar Tree and Dollar General. Right. So the price point goes down and people can get easier access to it and not have a plane that gets wet and gets destroyed. Right. Um, that's where our heart is. Um, we want to you know, encourage Adams to obviously get the best they want. But um, look at the forum thread. Look at the information. People are, are going testing and updating. Right. Um, one thing I encourage you to do is talk to Dollar Tree, Dollar General. Don't blow up Adams' phone. Because mm-hmm. talking to one person, it's the buyers. You know, you don't buy anything from Adams. You buy from Dollar Tree and Dollar General. Talk to them and tell them what you want. So it goes through Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and wherever else they carry it right. up to Adams. Because telling Adams they need to change what they do when Dollar Tree and Dollar General are the ones specking out what they want right. is is not the way to do it. All you're going to be doing is tying up these poor people. And I cannot stress, I literally drove to Michigan. I spent a day and a half with them toward their factory these are good people yeah. and they have a heart for the hobby. They really want to see us have success in it. So that's what I would recommend you doing. And also bring up water resistant. Adams has gone to bat. They've even traveled for us to try to get our brown water resistant foam board, which frankly is, is the best thing you could get for building these models. It right. may be brown, but you can duck it underwater for 24 hours and it's not going to peel. Right. Um, that's pretty that's awesome huge. stuff. So um, 
I hope I answered that accurately. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's really perfect. Good. Yeah. Okay. I think we have time for a couple more. Sure. Okay. Uh, Patrick Sean Murphy. What's up, Patrick? What's up, Patrick? Uh, what is the best-selling FT design to date? The best one to go out on a date with. <laughs> My favorite date would have to be <laughs> May fifth because it's not too hot and it's no, not too you're cold. You're answering really neither question. Like like jacket. <laughs> okay, sorry. Move a reference. Put the in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> It's Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm handing in my main card right now. Okay. <laughs> anyway. He's sorry. <laughs> so he, he wants to know what's the best-selling best selling the FT. Best, the, the best-selling FT. Um, the Arrow is the fastest-selling. Uh, it's been one of their mm-hmm. newer releases, only a little over a year. We've sold, um, uh, I think, a few thousand of those. Yeah. Which, by the way, thank you. And the amount of people that scratch build it is probably 4X that. Yeah, it's awesome. So really, really cool to see that. Um, so I'd say the Arrow, the Storch. The tiny trader. Yeah. Those are probably our three top sellers and, yep. and usually what we recommend for people. Um, you know, first great wing, first great, you know, uh, standard fuselage plane, and then a really good simple trainer. Yeah. Cool. For sure. All right. One more question. Uh, Dan Newins, I think, is that might be how you say it. Will Flight Test like be attending EAA Air Venture this year? Air Venture, yes. When, when is that? This registration. It is two weeks after Flight Test. Flight, flight Test. Yeah, Flight Fest East. Okay. So two weeks after that, and we will be there to what capacity, whether it's going to be the 100% the team, wives, everyone, we're not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, our goal is to really get content there and right. to engage and have fun with the community. So we may not have the same display that we had last year where we were anchored. We may be saying, okay, we're going to be at Aviator PPG's tent from this time to this time. And then right. we'll jump over and say, hey, we're going to be with AOPA for this time to this time. Mm-hmm. I'm speculating, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but our goal is to really get content and engage community in different locations and, and kind of move around because it was such an amazing event. We want to make sure that uh, we can get around and really cover it and share with people. Yeah. Right. Indeed. Very good. Thanks for your questions, everybody. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's all, a lot of good ones. A lot yeah. of good ones in there. Uh, all of them are good, obviously. Uh, we appreciate all those uh, getting together on the Facebook page and typing away. Uh, so one of the other things that uh, today that we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, a couple different flight test uh, content articles. Um, so one of the big things is obviously we just talked about a little bit ago, uh, but the flight fest West, mm-hmm. uh, just wanted to, to talk a little bit about, uh, what's going on and, and a little update. Cause obviously it's going to, it's, what is it like? Well, it's time's ticking. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Away, two weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Holy cow. Don't yeah. worry. After flight fest West is over, we won't talk about it anymore. We'll talk about flight fest East. <laughs> yeah. So, so really yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, so Flight Fest West is coming up in about two weeks uh, out in Vallejo, California. Mm-hmm. We're uh, all all the rest of the guys at the shop are pretty much down at uh, Denison packing yes. today, yep. which is really cool because got to send all this stuff yeah, there. This will be our first over the road trip as we talked about before. So we are packing up a big semi and uh, talk about stress because I know when we did Flight <laughs> Fest East. Well, there's probably 50 times we we're going back and forth with what we forgot. Right. So now we have one shot, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, let's see, Austin, myself, Miss um, Megan. There's going to be a group of us going down about a week early. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Lewis, he's our, our great handyman. Yep. And then slowly, like every couple of days, we're going to have more and more of the team trickling in to uh, to Vallejo, California yes. and getting ready. So it's going to be a really exciting chapter for Flight Test to do this per time, per, the first time. Yeah. And uh, one thing I'd encourage everyone, uh, this is going to be our first one. It's almost like Flight Fest for the first time again right. on a different coast. 
and uh, give us grace because uh, <laughs> we, we were foam board benders, not, uh, <laughs> not event planners. <laughs> not event planners, right? yeah. But, but we do have an awesome team. Uh, Miss Jordan, uh, who's on our team, uh, she has a great organizational background. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wonderful wife at the store. Um, and Austin, of course, and Artem, yeah. who have, have been there. Uh, Artem or Austin is, is basically the godfather of Flight Fest. Yeah. You know, so right. uh, I think it's going to just be an incredible year. And we would love so much to be able to see you there and meet mm-hmm. you. Uh, and Josh, your wonderful wife's coming as well. Yep, yeah, she is. Yeah. So she'll be helping out in the store. Yeah, we're bringing the families down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be there. Uh, it's, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you sign up and register. Um, if you haven't got your pilot's pass, if you're going to be flying something, you have to get a pilot's pass. So you do, do so. Do you know how many people we have already? It's it's crazy. I, it's like over last I checked, we had over 500 pilots, but that was yeah. like a week or two ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, I, I don't know the exact numbers. And along with that, we had um, 200 registered FPV pilots, which I yeah. think this is not like a, a race where 200 people sit and wait. This is like people saying, I want to actively fly FPV. Right. I think that's going to make it the world's largest FPV fun fly, which wow. is crazy. It doesn't that's mean 200 fantastic. pilots fly at once. But it does mean that environment's going to be very rich. Yeah, and I think we're also getting close to almost, uh, you know, ninety to one hundred volunteers as yeah. well. So yeah. for the first one, that's fantastic. Yep. Thank you all time. for all of your support and all of all of what you guys have done to make this a reality. Because yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, another thing is they uh, we just alluded to it on the vlog, uh, vlog mm-hmm. uh, was our uh, spectrum. Uh, cooperation yeah, that we've collab- been doing. Collaboration. collaboration. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows that we love to learn and dig into different radio manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Uh, years previous, we did Grapner, learned so much about them, had a really great experience with it. Right. Uh, this is something really special uh, moving into this year with Spectrum. Uh, it's more than just a uh, you know key sponsorship with radios. Spectrum has a real passion uh, to get people in the hobby and give them mm-hmm. the best experience possible. Right. And that's obviously exactly what we do too. Uh, we really want people to have a good experience. And uh, what we're going to be doing is working with Spectrum and really sharing all the key features, functionalities with their radios to help right. people make a good choice on on which radio is right for them, you know, and also take feedback from you guys and then give it to Spectrum to hopefully, you know, bend how the product's being developed. So right. um, I've never had a company literally come in and say, here's an open door to our team. We want to make sure we're putting out the right product for your community to serve them the best. And that's my love language. That is that is everything you'd right. hope a company would be is, is saying, you know, how can we create stuff that serves your community? And uh, we need your help with that. So, um, you know, we're going to obviously be talking a lot of technical stuff. We're mm-hmm. going to be digging in deeper than we ever had with Spectrum. You're going to see it in a lot of episodes. Um, and we're really going to be putting these things through the paces. And already from the, the vlog initial release, I mean, the top rated comment was fix the firmware on the DXE. Right. Guess what? That's going to be what we're talking to Spectrum about. Yep. And, you know, we want that. Obviously not just negativity, but but those kind of things, you know, we finally have a platform where we can engage and say, hey, there's an issue with the DXE firmware. Well, guess what the solution is? We get to do an episode on how to fix the firmware issue. Right. So um, really excited about this. So 2017 is going to be a real special year. And mm-hmm. I say it's going to be, but it's like a third over. Yeah, it already is. <laughs> it's it's crazy. insane. So, but um, yeah, so that's that's what it is. And, you know, right now it'd be kind of cool. A lot of people I saw in the comments is like, well, what radio is best for me? You know, we have a DX9 here on the table if you're mm-hmm. if you're watching on the on the YouTubes. Um, but uh, a lot of people, you don't have to jump right into a DX9. Right. A lot of people say, what's the rest first radio? And, uh, you know, just going through it, um, the DXE, if someone doesn't know if they even want to be in this hobby, DXE is a great radio. It's, I think, $99. Mm-hmm. It comes with a receiver, has wireless buddy boxing. You can actually even plug in. You can get this $15 cord that plugs into your iPhone, 
and you can change the settings. So it means you can have presets for multiple models. You can do dual rates. You can do expos. You can do mixes, basic mixes. Mm -hmm. uh, you can even have profiles of different models that you can download and change. So even though it holds one model, you can actually make it fly multiple. And uh, with our STEM programs, we actually use the DXCs almost exclusively okay. because people can actually dial that into the phone and the kids can't really change those settings. Right. And say someone builds the FT Bravo. They can have the settings for the Bravo and they can instantly just take it and take that profile, shove it in. Now they're talking to a Bravo and everything just works. So um, that's a really good radio. I think one of my most favorite is a DX60. Yeah, you've been using that uh, quite a lot lately, actually. Yeah, I want to live with them for a good month, you know, before trying a different one. Yeah. And the DX60, it may be, you know, at a $150 price point, but it is packed full of power. It has so many cool features. It has a self-centering stick if you have like the, uh, you know, the multi-rotors that are on control boards. Mm -hmm. um, it even has functionality like um, the ability to change radio frequencies and stuff like that. So okay. a lot of advanced features built in. Of course, wireless buddy boxing. It's Spectrum is the easiest wireless buddy boxing to set up that I've ever had. That's fantastic. And uh, good stuff. So we'll keep moving through the lines and kind of share our experience and yeah. video and stuff. Yeah. And if, like I said, in the comments below on this video and other videos, you know, let us know what you're, what you're looking for, yeah. what you want to see. Uh, Cause like you said, we really want to not only engage the community, um, yeah. but we'll, we want to make sure that you guys have the best experience possible with all of our products. Yeah. Um, not just Spectrum, but but any any product that we have. You know, in, in the old days, we would thank, you know, we want to thank, remember the very earliest, we want to thank Hobby King for sponsoring this episode. Mm -hmm. Our our um, influence, I guess you can say, with Hobby King was just what we were covering. If we mm -hmm. did a bad review, they, we would get some insight, but we didn't have a, a seat at the table with every manufacturer. Right. And one thing that's different in our DNA with Flight Test now is, you know, if we're going to have a collaboration or some form of a sponsorship, we want a deeper investment with that company and the influence. And we're very forthcoming about that. We say, we okay, we'll showcase this, but if there's a problem. We're going to let the community know it, and we're going to let you know it. Yeah. And we want to seat at the table to make that. The cool thing was is normally that's a conversation that's kind of hard to swallow by other people. Yeah, Spectrum was like, yes, please, let's do this. And, uh, and I think Goss and I and uh, Alex and maybe even you, we're yeah. going to be taking a trip down there and meeting a lot of these people face-to-face, -face, getting to build a closer relationship with them. So that's fantastic. we really appreciate the open dialogue because we're going to be taking that seriously. Yeah, cool. And that'd be, it'd be really cool to, to be able to be part of that. And thank you guys for, for all yeah. your comments and suggestions. You, you made guys, it possible for us. Yeah. You really guys literally that. have made everything possible. Um, and to, to end this, uh, to this, this whole podcast situation, obviously we had our good old questions and answers, a little flight test count community stuff. Um, one little thing was I was just looking the other day on the, on the forums and on the articles, uh, and a guy is a little community showcase guy built a mini speedster biplane. Oh, which I is bet you really that's adorable. Cool. Yeah, it's it is fantastic, and so obviously it's a it's a flight test build, yeah. so it it kind of rings true to our hearts. Um, but he he did like three different setups. He did the first one, got some feedback. The second one got some more feedback, and just kind of rolled with the punches and uh, made this beautiful. Great painted little mini speedster biplane. It's fantastic. That looks so um, cool. We'll have the link down below. Uh, but I wanted to read a couple different things. He started off with like an 18 inch wingspan, went to 20. Uh, then he then he, he grew it to a 24 inch wingspan. Um, on and then one of the coolest things is that all the the wings have four uh, ailerons. Okay, so all four. So so bi wing just has all four, which is a little bit different to see. Yeah. You don't always have to go that route. Mm -hmm. Like obviously we've done a couple buy and triplanes which don't have 
all the yeah, usually ailerons. You know, yeah, it makes it very aerobatic when you put four on there, mm-hmm. and also uh, in different flight attitudes, you know, slow speed, high speed, you have more control. For exactly, it. exactly. So, and the the other big thing about this whole thing is that not only does he document it well, and even though there's no plans yet, he's planning on doing. It, he put it around an F power pack, which is really cool. Um, and also, the kind of thing that he was using was. Looking forward to getting some information back from the community and everybody kind of just came together. It was like, hey, this looks good. This looks good. What about this? What about that? And he made it into this beautiful flying biplane. Um, and that's why, even though it's just a small little community showcase, it's something that we always want to showcase is yeah. that the community getting together and building yeah. or talking. Um, we just actually did a, an episode about mm-hmm. uh, some some projects on the, the forums and articles. Um, and it, all of them kind of had to do with the underlying fact of people coming together and building and, and talking about it. Because um, that's, that's what we're all about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you ask questions from the beta builders. Mm-hmm. They they ask questions from you. You know, we we talk about podcasts. We talk about different things we want to yeah. talk about on the podcast. I mean, it's all it's all collaboration. Yeah, and that's what we're looking forward to, especially in 2017. I think there's going to be a lot of great collaborations yeah. moving forward with Flight Test. Hundred percent agree. It's 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 awesome to see what people are taking things to and how they take it to another level when there's multiple mm-hmm. you know brains and minds and 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 thinking into it. Yep. Yeah. So. Guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's fantastic to have you guys here. Always a pleasure to have Josh and Josh on the podcast because of the uh, the wonderful relationship that you guys have. It's easy to, we to see. We are friends. We are friends. Not food. <laughs> <laughs> We're reference. almost even finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You guys are good at that. Yeah. What was it from the video earlier? Root. What's that? Uh, Contra rotary. Yeah. Contra rotary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's we joke. had, we, yeah, we had to get that. Yeah. Together. Wait till you see the video. It was, yeah. I'm sure Christian is going to have his revenge. On oh yeah. There's going to be some fun <laughs> things. Quick five He's minute video. Fun to, editing that. Yeah. Like yeah. an hour and a half to shoot because we couldn't say contra rotating. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. Well, I, okay. I couldn't say contra rotating. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Josh did his part. So, Josh Bixler did not. He, he crushed his part. I just could uh, ro- rotating, 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 rotating. Yeah, now though. Yeah, yeah. Contra rotating. Next time you're gonna you're hit it out of the now. park. Love it. And guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, we really appreciate everything you guys do. Hope to see you at Flight Fest West. Yes. Hopefully see you guys there. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification button uh, for more content coming out in the future. And we will see you guys next time. See, see you. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>